to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, topics, stipulations, first down, plate it. Presenting topics for kind, easy to time, braid it. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. What a day we got for you. We're going to be talking all NFL draft. New York Giants. Is this going to be one of the toughest draft day? I say toughest, not important. Toughest draft day decisions in New York Giant history. And also, our mock drafts we just put out this week. See, Ted's watching. But that's good. See, it says right there. Ted Keys is watching. We also put out our mock drafts this past week. So we're going to go over that a little. We're going to look at two picks specifically that we differ on, and it is in the NFC East. But as you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of unknown swirling around the world. And I know that we are a sports show, and that's what we predicate our information to you with, is the sports. And we don't know what's going to happen currently with this world and how this world is being affected by COVID-19 for the economy as well but it also there's a lot of question marks swirling around in the uncertainty of when we will actually see sports now the nfl is kind of in a and that's i wouldn't say kind of is in a great position because of the, the that there is no football going on the mlb takes a massive hit we're still waiting on when they're going to be back the nba you're starting to hear little here and there they're saying maybe they're going to bring it back but we don't know yet there's a possibility that there could be no sports in 2020 and we heard from kirk herbstreet this week this morning actually saying that the real possibility that there could be no nfl or college football possibly Baseball says mid-May. He but said ba- if he was the commissioner of the NFL right now, he would he would cancel it now. But basically, he said, how are you going to put in 100,000 fans into a stadium, put 100 guys on the football field? It takes 12 months to 18 months to c- produce a vaccination for this coronavirus. This is a thing Base- that no one wants to believe it's going to end sooner than later. Baseball- it is going to, it's going to prolong. There oh, yeah. is going to be no sports oh. until September. I, mark my words, I'm starting to truly believe that. That that is what the real possibility is. We're gonna see, I believe, possibly, if everything goes right, maybe the best September we've ever seen because we're going to have baseball hopefully by September. We're gonna have the end of the playoffs in the NBA. We're gonna have hockey hopefully, and it'll also be the start of the NFL season. So we might get nothing. Or we might get everything. Baseball, Let's just hope for the, the best. The current plan is baseball to come back in mid-May, but that's the current plan. That could all change dramatically because everything has been seeming like we want to have dates. We want to. That's the thing. We all want to have these dates that are going to be occurring. But realistically, we don't know because of this uncertainty and the question marks. And one of the big questions this week is we are a month away from the NFL draft. And the NFL is, well... We thought free agency would get affected. Kind of. Still a lot of big players, but some big names are off the market. The Brady. It was big news. And this is what the NFL does better than anybody in in sports. They grab the attention. The media. The NBA does a great job with this. The MLB does not. Marketing players and gets the people. It grabs the viewers' attention. This is what the NFL does. But this week is all about the draft. And we are a month away. And one of the big questions is, was the NFL going to push back the NFL draft? 
Well, they've come to a conclusion that they're not. They're going to stay with it. And me and you both differ on this. And I was watching on PTI. And should they have pushed back? And right now, they're going to go with it as planned, which... As a fan, I'm excited because I'm being selfish. Well, there's, no, listen, there's, listen, no, there's nothing wait, else. But listen, there's wait, nothing else on the market. Let, that's what I'm trying to say. Is that I'm I'm being selfish, and I get that. I understand, but I'm being selfish as a sports fan because of the factor that there has been no sports for coming up on two weeks now, and that's I get it. It's bigger than sports. It's bigger than anything we ever expected at first, and we talked about this two weeks ago. But now we are moving on to two weeks in for the. The COVID-19. The NFL drafts a month away. They made the decision. They're going to stick with it. There's not going to be fans. They're going to be. It's going to be through a phone. That's what this is really going to come down to. Is that it's going to be. So the question is, and I know me and you both differ on this, is should they have pushed back the NFL draft? Me, as I said, being selfish. I would have not pushed back, but Ted. Yeah, absolutely. I've been speaking too I, much. I, don't, I, don't, I want to listen. I don't to understand what why to. they don't push it back. What? What do they? I mean, I understand both sides of the play. I listened to the PTI thing that you sent me on the. Instagram. It was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. They yeah. make a good point. Listen, why not? There is no other sports right now being taken place. There's nothing going on. The only thing that they could possibly talk about right now is NFL stuff because they're still free aging. You got the Cam Newton stuff. You got Jameis Winston. You have a lot of stuff still going on. But, you know, I mean, the two of they had the video come on him throwing the ball. We saw him run a couple cones. All right, great. We don't know who he's throwing to, what he's throwing to. The only thing I say is to this. The, baseball's not coming back in mid-May. Here's that. Let's, we'll, that because I, I know this is all. You asked me about the draft. but No, 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 no. That's fine. It all kind of sums up. Yeah. With baseball, you're going to need another spring train. You're not going to be able to just bring these guys in and just, and just start just, yeah, throwing pitches. Yeah. They're going to have, even like LeBron James come out, he said, we're still going to have to have some type of games Because played. they're not going to be in physical shape. Well, I mean, he they could be working out, said, but it's not the same. At 34 years old, his body... It's, it, it was like it's like a train. It was rolling downhill ready for the playoffs. And all of a sudden, for the first time in 17 years, his body just stopped. Everything just stopped of yeah. what he was doing. So the reason why I said move the draft, move it to mid-May, is because still there is going to be no sports to compete against in mid-May. The second thing is teams like New York with the Jets and the Giants, you do. You did Boston, make a point on the, the L.A. The teams in California, Vegas, all these other teams where the big areas are being affected by the coronavirus. It's it's only going to get worse in those areas. Now, I understand GMs and these guys get paid big money, and they were supposed to do the research on all these guys. But I said, if you're trying to have a war room, and the NFL has already come out and said that they do not want teams all together in their team facilities. Well, how are you supposed to discuss to make the decision? I mean, I guess you can go on Zoom and you can do some type of um, telecommunicating with the video conferencing and whatnot. But for me personally, I want to be in the room. I want to hear and discuss instead of doing it through a video conference to try to make a decision. Because you only doesn't do, have the same. Because you only do have, doesn't have the same kind of impact if you were there in person than it is. For me, I don't care about it not being in Vegas or what. Listen, I'll watch the draft if it was just on video co video coverage, yeah. just with yeah, the yeah. phone line. Lines on the thing, I just think there's more necessity for teams because it's a fair, it's a, it's a, it's an advantage for other teams who are not being affected in them same areas where teams like in New York, two teams right there, they're caught right now, they're in total isolation right now, so it's not going to give those teams the same advantage. Um, I think because here's the thing, you, these guys are player, they're bringing, they're allowed to bring in 40 players, they're allowed to bring them in for multiple times, extra interviews, game coverage, films. You wanted, you, don't you want to run physical tests? You're making 
some of these guys, and we're talking about the first round, multi-million dollar commitment to these people. If you owned a business, would you not want to do everything possible in your mindset to make sure that you were picking all the, proper the research, right employee, all the, proper research the right employee that, yeah. for that job? Because if you're going to invest that type of money, you better do your homework. Okay, this ain't the job down the street, and I'm not taking away from any other buddy who does a job that's but not, it's different. not no, it's the, no, you're right, because it's different from working at McDonald's to being a, the number one pick, or in Tua's case, who's probably the most fast Fascinating player in this entire draft because he is a quarterback, because he has the household name, and because there are teams that are desperately looking for a franchise quarterback and their future franchise quarterback. So a question like two, all I'm saying is, going to be making saying is what would two or three or four weeks really do? Really, how how is it going to hurt? It doesn't hurt, but I, I money. See the GM, the GM. Ultimately, this is affect the money. This is what ultimately. Doesn't matter. TV you're not, you're not competing. All the NFL cares about. Yeah, but here's all the, they you, care. But listen, you're all, not competing against another sport. I understand. The TV. I'm talking about that with the TVs. You, if listen, if the NFL wants to have the draft next week or in three months, it isn't going to make a difference because there's no sports to compete of it against on the television networks. They but don't. That's why, they I in, that's why I come into. We don't like. We know that it's going to get worse, but we don't know what's going to happen in two to three months because of the factor that you've already been here in the NBA. Mark Cuban has come out and say, Jay Williams, I said, play the games, but with no fans or nothing. Baseball, there's still the possibility, and I'm, I'm saying it in a slim term, that the possibility of these these leagues coming back. I get that. But in two to three months, or say if they push back, I don't know how much they would actually push back, maybe a month realistically, they would still own the ratings. That's we get that. But if you they're not playing, if these teams come back, baseball and basketball, which I doubt currently that we are in right now, the NFL, all they care about, and this is why they're going to go through with it. And you've already heard the WNBA a week before is actually going to go with as well with the draft for their draft as well in the same kind of way, the phone via phone. But, but that's Does what the, anyone really care about that? No, the, I know, but I know. that's all I'm trying to say. I know. But the NFL, all it comes down to is money. That's just said, what it I ultimately just, all comes down to whoever is Whoever is watching and whoever's tuning in, do you care? I mean, if you have a, if you have a team, do you care that the guys can't make the decisions? Or are you just saying, hey, listen, this is what you pay the GM big money for. This is what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to make the decision. This is on him. You trust in your GM the hope that he makes the right decision. Now, I know we're going to have Giant fans on there and be like, do we really have any trust in Dave Gettleman? <laughs> listen, probably not, right? What would, what would make you feel otherwise, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Now, you will say that you. I think most Giant fans got to be pleased with at least the last two first picks in the first round. What I mean by that is Daniel Jones and Saquon, right? Yeah. Most fans would be pleased with that. I still think people have some questions about Dexter Lawrence. I think he had a really good season last year. I think but he was th great for us. We have questions on the weight pick. DeAndre Baker. Baker I mean, but he played better late in the season. But I understand what you're trying used, to say. When I, they used him in man coverage, which that was where he was best at when he played for the I, University of Georgia. I do understand where you're coming from because in the situation that New York is in currently, and they're in quarantine right now. They're under quarantine. And then you look at the West Coast, San Francisco specifically. They've been on lockdown. Total they, lockdown. Those two. And we always come back to the East Coast and the West Coast, New York and L.A. Because, well, frankly, it's L.A. and it's New York. And that's what it comes down to. And for us, we're Giant fans. And there are a lot of Jet fans who follow us as well. And there are team, people that follow L.A. teams. But in a situation like this, that's where I agree with you. And that it's going to be tough for these 
GMs and these owners and these head coaches and coaching staffs to really get down to nit gritty and finding these players that, hey, do they got injury bugs, especially Tua. All I'm trying to say is hopefully they did enough research because right now they had to face the possibility at the time that this could have happened. This was the situation yeah. that they might have been in. So they have to realize that I hope we did enough research because, frankly, you're not going to be seeing these players until God knows when. And listen, be honest, realistically, God knows when you're going to see these players come in. I'm talking about their teams as oh, well. Oh, absolutely. So, listen, it's, it, this is a crazy time right now. It's... Uh, this is where you get. This is where you make the big bucks, right? I mean, you're either going to win or lose on your picks, and that's why I know you had talked about with the Giants why you thought this was one of the biggest decisions for Dave Gettleman. I, and I said, and I asked you right before the show. I said, well, why did you think of that question? One well, I'll you, tell you. Oh, and I said, well, and I said, why? I said. Don't you think it was last year when we were thinking about making a quarterback or the year before when those four big quarterbacks? And well, then you I said to, to me get into, this. Hold on. I wanted to get – and I'm glad you brought it up because like we were talking about the COVID-19 and the New York situation, we're Giant fans, as you know, and the draft is coming up. And I told Ted, I was like, it's not the most important. I get There's been more important drafts for the New York Giants. I would say last year's draft is probably more important than this year's draft. But this draft specifically, this first-round pick – will be one of the toughest decisions in New York Giants history, maybe the number one, because there are two, three options, realistically, for the New York Giants. The first option is to trade back, if there is a trade partner that wants to trade up with one of is those that, Is that your first choice? No. Or, no? or you're just saying... Just what saying the like? options. The number, two, the number two option is you can draft the linebacker who you've been desperately needing for quite some time now. You can get the Isaiah Simmons, the impact player. He's an immediate guy that can, you can plug in and say, that's the that's going to be the cornerstone of our defense. One of the cornerstones. Or, or you go with the desperate need of offensive linemen in the case of Tristan Wirfs, Jedrick Willis, um, Mecca Becton, and then Andrew Thomas. You, The Giants are in a fascinating position, and... And you say fascinating, well, anytime you're in the top five, it's not really fascinating. But in this case, the Giants are because they have those three possibilities. And you look at it, and I was watching film yesterday of specifically two of the two players that I personally want the Giants to go after at number four in Jedrick Willis, Wills and Isaiah Thomas. I got to say, I watched them. Isaiah, both, Simmons. Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons. I both I like both of these guys extremely a lot. I didn't. I'm not a big fan of the offensive lineman, but I understand the Giants need offensive line help. They've been desperately needing offensive line help. And you look at the kid at Jedrick Willis. If you've been watching him, the way he moves his feet for such a big, big time lineman, it's fascinating. Isaiah Simmons. You already know what he does all around defensively. Cornerback. Do you want to go take care of him? Go get take, take so care this of the, is why I go, go, this is why I don't close the Go door. take the peanut gallery. Ted's got to go take care of the peanut gallery and Rocky do. Because always he always has to make an impact. For anybody that doesn't know, we do have a little dog if you haven't seen us. But like I said, Jedrick Wells and Isaiah Simmons, those are two guys that I personally want. But Dave Gettleman has the tough 
situation, the tough decision to make. Do you want to trade back? Do you want to stay at four? And who do you pick at that four pair? Because that's what it's coming down to, anybody. I do not see the Giants taking a Derrick Brown because, God, I mean, they just signed another defensive tackle, if you didn't know, Austin Johnson from the Tennessee Titans, which makes them probably a million and one defensive tackles on the New York Giants. So they do not need another defensive tackle. So take out Derrick Brown. And then Jeffrey Okuda, I do not see the Giants drafting another cornerback because they drafted last year and they just picked up Bradbury. I do not see cornerback. There's only two positions that the New York Giants are taking, whether they stay at four or they move back. It's offensive linemen or they're going to take a pass rusher slash linebacker in Isaiah Simmons or whoever that may be down the road if they trade back as well. But those are the two positions, and that's why I think it's going to come down to one of the toughest, if not the toughest decision in New York Giants history. Ted, you kind of seemed confused on it at first, but it makes, it makes, it makes, and it makes sense. And, and I agree with you with the two guys that you just mentioned. I those like are my them. two guys. I, I, yeah. I like them the most. The second offensive lineman, personally to me, is the guy Andrew Thomas from Georgia. Can play both left tackle and right tackle. Can be an immediate starter off the bat. Was a three-time you know SEC player for Georgia. Georgia comes, produces really good linemen. They're, they're a pro-style offense, so he'll be familiar on what they have to do. With that being said, listen ideal world would be the Giants trading back to 5, 6, or 7 and still be able to get one of those two guys that we just mentioned and be able to pick up picks that we had lost with the trade from Wendell Williams and other guys that we have lost just in trades. And, and listen, at the end of the day, you want you want picks, you want value, and you want to be able to still get your guys without giving up too much. Um, so I don't have a decision right now. I really don't. I, I, I understand both needs, and that's how where I'm going to come from. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... We'll, we'll, I'll make that decision the week before the draft when we do a show and we do our final mocks and whatnot. I understand both. Isaiah Simmons is a a Swiss Army knife can do it all. You can a play unicorn, him. literally. Well, Swiss Army knife. I, I know. Like, I like that. I like, you, I, you, I, I, did I like, you see what you sent me this week of a pro comparison? Oh yeah. It was the unicorn because he could do so well, because, many because things at such a high level too. Well, though. because we haven't seen anyone really like him. He has the size of the linebacker. Yeah. And the speed of a cornerback slash safety slash wide receiver, so he can guard any receiver in the league. Um, you know, he has the pass rushing ability. His only weakness, I would say, is up front playing linebacker. Like I can't see him on first and second down playing linebacker. Maybe second and third down, depending on the offense. You're playing Arizona, you maybe playing the Rams. You're playing some of these spread offenses. I don't see him lining up as the linebacker because he's not really good at taking on blocks right off the bat. So I would use him more as a safety in the. A strong safety monster back however you seem fit but then on third down you don't really have to go to a nickel coverage because he is your nickel guy now you could go nickel have him with one linebacker him and your other slot corner so he gives you that versatility he's going to be great against guys like Zach Ertz Travis Kelsey George Kittle which we do play the 49ers this year you are going to have to play the Baltimore Ravens this year they're going to run the ball they have a really fast quarterback you ever heard of him his name is Lamar Jackson former no MVP they do they yeah. have a oh. he's really good I didn't know well he's really good at running the ball and you're going to need know. a linebacker that can go sideline to sideline to catch him That he could do that Here's the other position and I totally respect it the Thank offensive you. line appreciate that what did you draft two years ago Running back. What did Dave Gettleman say he was coming in to build? An offensive line, hog mollies, guys that can be able to run the football, make your quarterback's life easier. What does an offensive lineman do? He yeah. protects your quarterback. What's your biggest investment? Your quarterback. So if that's the most important thing, I you go with the lineman. But listen, best of both worlds, 
You trade back and get one of the two, and you pick up another pick and hope you get great value in the later picks. Now I know that there's been important. And there's someone's gonna say, Ted, why haven't you made a decision? Because I, I don't know the final answer. Well, I want to see the red. Your mock drafts we, differently. Well, I said Isaiah Simmons, yeah. but let's see. But you're not confident in it. Because you don't, because it's either is gonna go. That's what that's what makes this pick one of the. Well, because I, it, I think the other thing is, and, Ted, I, and I'm sorry. It, hold we, on, hold on, hold on. on. I want to just finish this. Yeah, uh, See, we're hugging each other. Don't touch me. <laughs> don't touch me. The my thing is this: our defense effort as a New York Giant fan has been god awful the past few years, and we grew up watching New York Giant football. At least, even if their offense stunk and their quarterback was god awful, that the defense would at least compete. That's yeah, what we're yeah. used to seeing. Our defense compete and giving us a chance, even if our offense stunk. <laughs> I wanted to, you know, it's not, no, our defense sucked. Our defense has been terrible. If anybody doesn't think our, de- I mean, it hasn't. Been, other than that one year, Pat, Pat wants a dab. Patty Clap, if you're, you're watching, watching. You're I'm not doing that. No, I don't do that. Go do, go do your TikTok time. If you want to do TikTok, that's fine. But the past couple years, oh, the great. Giants' defense, it's okay. The past couple years, other than that one playoff year, the Giants' defense has been. Atrocious. It's been laughable. It's comical. I mean, literally, you could plug us in if you wanted to, and we probably we could give you the best, better impact than these Giants' offense or these defense have have produced over the past couple years. Now, that's what makes this draft. You make it very hard as, and that's the thing. You said it's tough for you to even pick between the two. Imagine being Joe Judge or Dave Gettleman or the Mara family. Jason Garrett making this decision saying, what are we going to do? What do we want to do it for? Because there's three realistic options. The Giants could trade back. The Giants could draft Isaiah Simmons. Now, I do like what someone wrote, like, um, what did it say? Oh, Rizzer. I, and I do kind of. Jones being a mobile quarterback. It helps. It, that does, helps. it does help. It so does. go with the defensive guy. And I think maybe, see, here's the thing. You can't find an Isaiah Simmons in the second round, but you might be able to find a sleeping talent offensive tackle in the second round with that 34th pick. And you never know. 36, that's what it is. I apologize. 36 pick. I always correct you. I got you. That's that's maybe what you can find. And and listen, we've seen Lyman go in second, third round become Pro Bowl players. There's a lot more opportunity, I think, to fail. It's not like if you don't find an offensive lineman in the first round, then you're never going to find an all-pro left tackle or something. We've seen offensive linemen go in the top 10 and seen them fail really easily. Because there's a certain expectation. So maybe Isaiah Simmons, because of his athleticism and the ability to play multiple positions, gives us a more gray area or wiggle room to work with for a guy to be successful. And can I say another thing about Isaiah Simmons? I know he's... I need some. Uh, really? People just saw me drinking and then this is what... This is how I much. Drink, I drink this on the is, other side. This is how much he cares about what's currently going Stop, on in bro. the world. I drink on the other side. I hope so. Now I'm afraid to drink it. Anyway. Well, let me finish it. Do you want to? Sure. I can use it. My mouth is dry for talking so much. Of course. Here's the thing. Everybody that wants to say Isaiah, I know he's a linebacker. I get that. But he can do, he he plays on all facets of the game. He can play on the line. He can play in the linebacking crew. Or he can play in the secondary. He can can play anywhere and he's a high impact player anywhere he plays. So for everybody that keeps saying, oh, well, I wouldn't draft a linebacker. I know that he's specifically categorized as a linebacker, but we really have to put this guy in his own category. As his own category as just an all-around defensive playmaker. And that's what it comes down to. That's what Isaiah Simmons is, and that's what the New York Giants has been desperately needing. They've been testing <laughs> I get, you're I get kill, my, you're I killing, get my me, you're killing me today. 
The Giants have been desperately needing a playmaker since the Strahan days. Since, I mean, Antonio, Justin Tuck, O.C. But that's pass rusher. They haven't had a great, great linebacker since Antonio Pierce. Or if you could even go back, you could go back yeah. to even the 80s if you wanted to. When the first time they dra- the last time they drafted a no, linebacker no. in the first round was Carl Banks, who yes. also interestingly said... He would take an offensive lineman. Yeah. And he was well, I would say Jesse Armstead was a pretty good player. Yeah, he was. But the Giants own. need a playmaker on the defense. We've always talked about the Giants have been yeah, because who, who, who scared When you look at the New York Giants, I apologize. But when you look at the New York Giants, who scares you? Like, where's your impactful player? Like, if you go to, like, uh, if you go to Dallas. Currently, no. I, but no. if you go to, like, Dallas, you're like, Dexter Lawrence. You go to uh, Phil Marcus. DeMarcus. I apologize. I do that. You go to the Eagles, you're like. Fletcher Cox, you're like that guy. You go to the Rams, Aaron Donald, you're like 49ers, you're like that guy. That you just you start. You look, yes, I even understand. even you like with the Bills, you're like, all right, they got Ed Oliver, really good, and they got a, and they got uh, a number one cornerback. You're like that guy is a shutdown Tra- corner. Yeah, Davis. They have playmakers, teams like who, that. Who do the you Giants have? The, that you go you like look at that guy's really good. We should be worried about him. You look at the you Giants. You don't have that. You don't have that in the situation. In this case, you have Giants. it on offense. You're like that guy, Saquon Barkley's really good. Evan Ingram, if he stays healthy, that guy's really good. Where do you have it on defense? That's the problem. That's what the Giants have been desperately needed. They need that impact player, and Isaiah Simmons could be that guy that leads us into the next into the future of New York Giant football. That's what the Giants have always been, and that's why this decision is so so tough because they've always been predicated on a great defense, great pass rush, splashed great defense, great pass protection, run blocking, offensive line, winning in the trenches. And then play action pass. That's what the Giants need. That's why this decision, come April 23rd, will be one of the toughest, if not the toughest decision in Big Blue history. That's not a spoiler. That's a fact. I just quoted Paul Heyman. That's a fact. Offensive lineman, linebacker, defense. Comes down to that. Yeah, stop. Before I nudge you out. Speaking of the draft, we just put out Mock Draft 2.0. And for anybody at DNC, you can check us out at Keys to the City on Facebook. We posted it, Instagram as well. What did you say? Are you talking to yourself now? No, I just You're talking. I was letting the folks know who, whose mock draft was. You know, people didn't like my dra- mock draft. That's okay. That I understand it. It's you're all- a good. You're a good fantasy football drafter. I'm a bit. Of, should- I'm a bit of realistic drafter. No, you're not. Because I made something that I I strongly consider, and this is where we it's get not it. Going and to this, I know it's not going, but this is how I then feel. That should be. Then don't this give us is, fake news. This, this, it shouldn't be. That's the thing. It shouldn't be fake news. The the watch and with the two picks that I want to talk about specifically in our mock draft is the number two and four pick because that's where we differ on both. You I didn't even look at yours. That, see, do you believe this? I tell you guys to go check us out. My brother don't even look. I looked at his thing because I'm a good brother. I care. I'm passionate. I mean, I did. Where's, but I, Ted? I don't Where's Ted? No, Ted don't care. He's just looking at food because he's he's huge. He's huge. Anyway, the two picks that I wanted to talk about that we differed on was the number two pick and the number four pick. And it just so happens that they're both in the NFC East, which we talk a lot on this show. I'll start with the number two pick. I went with Tua. You went with Chase Young, the obvious pick that everybody's been saying for quite since last year. Yes. I get that. The reason I said Tua, and we just got into it on the phone with Joe a little while ago, me and you, is because 
I truly believe that this is an Arizona Cardinals situation all over again. But it's I not. I, I truly believe that Ron Rivera, yes, he says that Dwayne Haskins is our starter. Yes, they just got Kyle Allen. But do we really believe that these two guys are going to lead the Washington Redskins yes. into the future? You wouldn't invest, I do in, not you believe, invest in Kyle I do Allen. Not, I do not believe that they— Well, you need a backup. The Dwayne Haskins would be your backup then. Tua Tagovailoa is better than all of both of them put together. He's not healthy he, though. So you're, I, not, I, so you're going to start him day one? He, no, you don't start him. That's so, why. So you, why you draft that's him? That's I said he's better. I didn't say you start him day one. So you're saying you, dra- you draft him? You're sitting him? Play Dwayne Haskins? Hope or he does Kyle, well. Yeah. Or hope he does well. So then you have value to trade if he sh- if he craps yeah, the if, bed if, out yeah. and he plays like you know you know Dookie, then he's no longer. <laughs> I thought what it was so funny. What is wrong with this man? <laughs> then, then, then you lose value. So here's my, here's my thought process, and I'll let you then come back at me with this. Go ahead. Cliff Kingsbury is a guy that's been scouting Kyle Murray. Kyle, Kyle Murray, Murray since yes, since day one, yep. since the high school, high school days when he was in college. Okay, and then he went to college, and they wanted him. This was all about. Kyle, Kyle or Murray. It wasn't about Rosen. Okay, it was the offense that he was trying to run. This isn't. Um, I'm trying to think. Help me out, Chip Kelly. This isn't Chip Kelly. This isn't Kyle Shanahan, who, you know, he wanted like a Kirk Cousins or he wanted a certain quarterback. Okay, this is a much different. This is a defensive-minded coach. First, let's get that straight. Mm-hmm. He's not going in there with an offensive mind. He's he's trying to build his defense. That's what he did in Carolina. They drafted Montez Sweat. They have Ryan Kerrigan. You put in Chase Young, those pass rushers on the outside with Deron Payne and Jared Allen, and I can't think of his name, but he was probably their Jonathan mom. Allen, you said? Yeah, and I said Deron Payne, but yeah. there's the white guy. Uh, the guy who, I can't think of his name, but he was the most efficient pass rusher Ryan, and defense alignment. Ryan Kerrigan? No, he has oh, I don't, I don't, a name. I, I'm, I'm, but, of course, this is where, you know, it would be helpful to have the roster in front of me. But... You build a front seven where you can continuously rotate. If we've seen anything, remember when the Giants were really good? When you can rotate six, seven, eight, nine guys constantly, yeah. you got to put pressure on these quarterbacks. But you can dominate. You can take over. I'm going to come back with you on this. And I'm going to come back with you on this, though. I'm going to cut you off right now. And we always talk about this, and we've been saying it constantly. Just look at this past Thank you, Steve. See, I told you he liked the, he liked my mock draft. It's I, just, I like your yeah, but he goes. I would still take Chase Young. That's that's understandable. Here's the thing. So he's with me. We just we just saw a Super Bowl where we saw a franchise quarterback, maybe an all-time great quarterback over, against, the, pass over the pass rusher. And I didn't even want to bring just yeah. But how do you change. know Dwayne Haskins isn't the guy yet? Because this I is his, his, this is your Dwayne Haskins, your yes, Ohio State I, team, I, who loved him, well, who I you did, wanted but, the Giants but, to take. But he, they were so talented. I know they were such a talented team that even his flaws and his his immaturity at the time would overstep it. And you always said it, Ted. Winning cures everything. You never look at all. You never really go under the the microscope and look at everything when you're winning. Two is also when playing you, with three first round wide That's receivers. true. The best offensive line in but football. But that's true. But he still has to make the plays as quarterback. I know it's a he, lot easier. I know he's taken a lot of. I know he's taken a lot of hits, and I know he has the injury history. But when you look at a quarterback like Tua, when he's healthy, how accurate his he is, the way he moves in the pocket, this is everything you want in a quarterback. He doesn't throw a lot of, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and that's the good thing about him compared to Dwayne Haskins. But if I'm making and the when, number two pick, I want the sure thing. I don't want an if. But I'm that's gonna, what, but that's where you got to go. Saquon Barkley was no if. 
okay? He was That's the best true. player in the draft. If you took Sam Darnold or but one of those quarterbacks. Are you taking the generational talent, the yes. pass rusher, or are you taking yes. the franchise quarterback? There's no guarantee with the quarterback. There's no guarantee with a pass rusher. And I also... Uh, there he, is no guarantee with him. <laughs> with this guy, I love Chase Young. I think he's going to be a star. But there's never a guarantee on any player. You cannot sit there and tell me the God honest truth. You that knew, there's you, not okay, a you knew Nick players. Boza going into the draft next year was going to be a star in the NFL. You knew that. You knew Joey Boza going into the draft did was you? going. Yes. Yes, I did. I could watch it but in college. Why, but I can watch it as a person, as a person who at least watches the game of football and understands the concepts of the game and says, that guy's good. He dominates. Now, did does, you never feel that with Tua? I know. I, you he, watched oh, no, one no. game and you said, that, yeah, I can tell you when I came home from the college football game, I said, that guy. I think you said, said it two years ago. Here's the thing. If I had the number one pick and Tua was not injured, that's who I would be taking. But he has injury concerns. And I Multiple think injury. Injury. There's no injury concerns with Dwayne ha- I mean with with Joe Burrow, and there's no injury concerns with Chase Young. Okay. And that's where hold all on. the thing the boxes that you want to check off in an elite pass rusher, he does well. Elite talent, elite speed, flexibility, strength. And Every- that's where I related back to our first part. If you missed early on in the show, we talked about if the NFL should have pushed back, and this is where kind of it you can add to this debate as well as the whole Tua thing because I think he's the most fascinating player in this draft because he's a quarterback, because is as if he's healthy or not, or and the teams that are needing a quarterback. Tua is the most fascinating prospect in this draft. But from what people have been saying, I mean, you saw the 10-second 10, 10 clip. I know it's just a 10-second clip. Trent Dilfer is as high as he could be on Tua as anybody that I've seen on Twitter. I'm, I'm very high on, Twitter, on, on Tua as well. You got to put him in the right system. I think Ron Rivera is going to be the perfect guy for him because he likes that type of system. He likes running the football, and Tua is that type of gore guy that it looks like he's going. But to I can see Haskins action. doing that because you know what? The reason why I say more that, mature, more mature is yeah, why I would yes, take Tua over Haskins. Here's the thing: you take it Tua, and you're not going to play him, so you're wasting yes. your second pick. Yes, you bring a Chase Young for, day a, for a year though. Yeah, but you're now regressing. You're not gaining anything. You have Dwayne Haskins. Let's get. Let's see what we can get the best out of Dwayne. If Dwayne Haskins plays poorly, you're going to have a top five or six pick next year, just like the Giants did again. And you know what? The following year, you're going to draft a quarterback then because there's two quarterbacks next year that might be better. All then, I'm trying to then, say is... So, then you, so you take a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields. But here's the thing. We watched... You're a big Ohio State fan. We yeah. watched Dwayne Haskins. They were a run-based offense. And he still threw for 50 touchdowns. He was unbelievable. We watched that Rose Bowl game. He had had Urban. He had the right system. If Ron Rivera can develop a running game with the Redskins and use Dwayne Haskins where he doesn't have to be the leader of the pack, run play action and throw the ball in. He's got some good young pieces there. They need a tight end there. They're going to have to try to find a tight end late in the draft, somewhere in the later rounds. But... They got two young good receivers. Yep. Terry McCorn was a uh, it was a, a was a nice there, yep. surprise last year and played really well. We, know, we had him uh, absolutely in fantasy. He was and he's going to be even I think a bigger star this year if Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins showed improvement later in the season. Let's give him another year. Let's give him another opportunity to grow and see. I know that if I put Chase Young in with the defense that I currently have stated r- slated right now for the Washington Redskins. I can win games just based on my defense as long as my quarterback doesn't screw it up. If he does screw it up going forward, he will no longer have a job in the NFL because as we've seen right now, there is it's a short lease for quarterbacks. The best way to, and I've heard it, is the musical cheers um, syndrome. No, well that uh, analogy, and that's the better word for it, okay. is 
you got a certain amount of chairs, but you have more quarterbacks, and there's not enough spaces. And there's enough free agency to say here, and we don't know this right now, but why couldn't Cam Newton maybe go to the Redskins? Ron Rivera knows how to coach him. He's used to him before. Mm-hmm. Why not that? Maybe you start, maybe Cam Newton and maybe Dwayne Haskins sits a year behind him, and now you bring it. Now Chase Young definitely. The, all I'm trying to say is is the commitment. That's is, all I'm saying. If we're gonna talk about I, my biggest thing, I know your biggest thing with Tua is the injury history. My biggest thing is the maturity. If the biggest memory, if the most, he's got the, one more year to show. The, Jeff. If the one memory you can remember from Dwayne Haskins is a selfie, then that tells me where his head was at this year. I hope his his head gets straight on. Trust me, I'm a Dwayne Haskins fan. His teammates I, did not I, care. I'm an Ohio State. I'm not bashing Dwayne Haskins, but from what I saw last year, he needs a lot of room to improve. He needs to improve drastically because if not, he will be gone just like a Josh Rosen. Or any of these quarterbacks, these these first round quarterbacks that have lost because they just weren't good enough, they weren't immature, they weren't immature enough, and that's where I see why Tua could still be in play at number two. I know everybody wants to say no and knock it. That's fine, but until it happens, we do not know the uncertainty of what this draft is going to be. I always said this draft was going to start at number two. I still firmly believe that on April 23rd. And then let's close out with this. We just talked about the New York Giants, and we both differ, but we both are picking the positions that we think are where the Giants are going I th- to I go. I mean, I don't think we need to re I just think you chose the lineman. I took, I took Jedrick Willis. And you took Isaiah Why Simmons. Why did you take Willis over Simmons this time? Me? Because you changed. Yeah, I, I haven't did. changed yet. Because <clears throat> it's Gettleman. I see him taking an offensive lineman. He took Daniel Jones last year because he fell full bloom in love, and I quote, as he said. And that was his guy. Does he want to protect his guy? He also drafted Saquon Barkley. That was his guy. His yellow jacket guy. We don't guy. know his he guy. Was, he was his yellow jacket guy. Daniel Jones was his guy. So he's going to protect his guys. He loves those two because those were his two first, first picks. Daniel Jones, I know there was three last year, but that was his first pick last year. And then Saquon was his first overall pick with the New York Football Giants. They are either going linebacker or offensive lineman. And my mind can change. Mine can change from here until our final mock draft. And we're going to be posting a couple more before the NFL draft starts in the next month. You sure? Positive. <laughs> it could change. But right now, the Giants, with the way free agency is gone, with the way Gettleman thinks... Personally, I don't know what the hell he thinks sometimes a lot, but that's fine. That's what makes it fascinating. In the unknown, he will take Jedrick Willis because he is the best offensive lineman to me personally in this draft, and he's going to protect his guys that he drafted. I would rate, excuse me, I would rate the two SEC linemen one and two. Then I would take the Iowa kid and then Beckton. I, I think Beckton maybe has the biggest. Boom side ahead of him because of his size and near athleticism. I think Eric Flowers. But I also I think, think he, I, I, that's the other thing. I think Bust Dude, too. I, can, I cannot have potential. I cannot have raw. I cannot have boomer plus because I said it a couple years ago. And the other thing for Tristan Hold Woods for me. When, we, does, when okay. we first came on this show and we did our first ever show on the mock draft, we did a draft preview a couple years ago. I always said, the two worst words to ever hear is raw and potential because those are the those are the words that get people fired. It could either keep or give you hired or it gets you fired. And that's why I picked Dredrick Willis and you went 
Isaiah Simmons. It can change. We are a month away from the NFL draft. It will be going on as planned April 23rd. Thankfully. Yeah. I'm, thankful. I'm thankful for that. But ladies and gentlemen, we are signing off. Everybody, have a great rest of your weekend. Please stay safe. Be smart. Know your surroundings. And try to make the most of this new lifestyle that we're all dealing with. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we are signing off. You can check us out. We're streaming on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. You can follow us at Instagram, Twitter, and on Facebook, Keys to the City. And also, if you want apparel, we've been giving out hoodies, but we're going to be switching because of the new, we the nicer weather that's coming. So if you want t-shirts, if anybody wants maybe cutoffs, because everybody wants to show off their guns. I know Ted does. I hope not. There's no guns right now. I know. It's not. It's a lot flab right now, bro. But if you want that, Give us a call, message Ted or me, and we'll make it possible for you. Check us out, Keys to the City. Everybody, thank you for watching. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness. In the making, double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, Keys to the City, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday.